0: We're going to seize their yachts, their luxury homes and other illbegotten gains of Putin's kleptocracy yeah kleptocracy and clip klep- the guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> but these are bad guys.
1: Welcome back, loyal listeners. We are two men in the shed. I'm accompanied by George the Lighthouse Smith, navigating us through the perils of politics. I am Chris Budabelli, the Jew-fro, motherfucking Wingspan Campbell. George,
0: welcome back. Yes, Chris, it's good to be back, but... (laughs) No, here we are in the studio. We got the the window wide open here. We, we feel like we're on uh, Fifth Street in New York in the studio, just uh, doing our thing here. So yeah, it's pretty cool. We can see people walk by, wave to them, holler at them.
1: Yeah, I see people out there with signs. So two men in shed. Wait, are those are those? Headlights on that chick? That, that Well, what was
0: that? I'm waiting to see your local drug dealer walk by to his spot every day. Yeah,
1: weed dealer. Yep. There's a difference between a drug dealer and a weed dealer. Yeah, whatever, whatever. He's, the, he's the neighborhood weed dealer. Sometimes he has them lined up here, but I, I don't want to give it away now the cops listen to us and...
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they are. But uh, it is good to be back. I, I've, been, I've been on the I've been on the road so often here the past few weeks. I mean, it's all done. You know, since I bought my truck back in what late August or early September of last year, I've probably put like eight nine thousand miles on that thing. I said eight or nine, not 80, 90, but eight or nine thousand miles on that thing. It's, well, I'm
1: about to put a lot of miles mm-hmm. on mine. You know, going from here to Wilmington every day, but I'm gonna drive out to Missouri and then I'm driving back, and then I'm gonna be back here a week, then drive it down to you, then we're gonna get. Go from Albany to Florida in yeah. it. So yeah, i well Yeah, I'm I might Ford. touch hundred grand miles in, in my Jeep. Oh, you're catching up yeah. with me then. Yeah. yeah. All right.
0: Well, say, well sounds good though. But yeah, yeah. we got a. Uh, uh, like I said, uh, working
1: what? on episode ninety four. Ninety four fucking episodes. Yeah. Actually you know, actually just, it's amazing.
0: It actually crossed my mind one time to to to, to end it at hundred. I was going to actually think that. I was gonna tell you I was gonna be done at hundred. But you know what? We have gotten back in the groove with it because it started to be like a chore to me. And it was like, when something's a chore, I don't want to do it anymore. But no, no, we've gotten back into the groove. It's been fun again. I've enjoyed it. Uh, I think just because, you know, other factors factor in things. But then you move on and uh, things are good to go. So, no, I guess we'll continue to go past 100 here.
1: Yeah, podcasting's always been kind of a hobby to me. That's the way I see it. I mean, I feel like you do a little little bit more on the back end. Um, clearly I, I did not take notes and, and when I had to do it, I, I <laughs> fucked things up, yes, but, you did. but I mean, you are now, you know, the sound engineer, we're, um, you know, I, I feel like I, I do a little bit of more, uh, marketing than you a little True. bit on some things, but It all works out it all comes out in the wash, as I always say, George. It all comes out in the wash. You know? We don't keep scores, so know. well people out there keep scores I think are bitter. I think they're bitter about something. Like, well they're doing more work than I am, so therefore I'm gonna keep the score and and I did this for them, now they gotta do that for me, tit for tat thing. I just think that's a shitty way to go through life. Unless you're t- truly getting abused and worked and used. So, Yeah,
0: you know, like in the Marine Corps when you did a lot of work and you got paid the same as the idiot who didn't do nothing. Yeah, yeah. Now, that was that would be annoying as hell. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you watched them get promoted. I've seen people now uh, online that uh, actually – I knew them as sergeants and staff sergeants who were worthless, and now they retired as master sergeants or master guns. And I'm thinking – you never did shit <laughs> you yeah. never did a damn thing so.
1: well it, when i retired in the same way when you retired it just turned into here if you want to get promoted you gotta hit these checks in the box right. so you know you
0: gotta to go to these schools you gotta do these things and
1: you hit these checks in the box and you're good you know
0: well, that's what they told me they, if you want to meet master you got to go to what the uh, staff academy the uh not yeah. the regular one right then you have to go to the other one well they have online ones now no. No. well see i said i said well y'all can forget that because i'm retiring. But it also kind of irritated me because I tried to actually go to the staff academy like uh, three years prior, I think, maybe four years prior, and they kept brushing me off to send all the junior staff sergeants. So then I said, Oh the hell with y'all then? So then I went to Japan, picked up Gunny, and I was like, I don't need your nonsense. So then when they came to me and they're like, hey, you want to pick up Master Sergeant? Uh, you need to go do this. And I, and I, and I remember I told this, uh, I think it was a major I said, I, told you, I said, sir, I picked up four more ranks than I thought I ever would. So I'm good right where I'm at. And he just looked it at me all funny. selected yeah. off the same board?
1: I think my number uh, was earlier than yours. I think I got promoted uh, before you did. Mine
0: was uh, 2011. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah, I think I got promoted in 2009, 10 maybe.
0: Yeah, I think I think you were ahead of me on yeah. that. I think you were a year ahead of me yeah. on yeah. that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you were. So, yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Well, some reason I was thinking it was the same board. I found out when I was in 29 Palms. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah, it's neither here. here nor there.
0: But, all I do is I just remember the day they uh, told me I, I I was selected for gunny, after after you told me I wasn't going to make it because I never went to staff academy, uh, and I said well we'll see. So anyway, I remember that morning. Me wrong yeah. there. I remember I, I was in Japan and everybody came. I was in the mess hall walking around and uh, they're all like, "Hey, sergeant major wants to see you," uh, and and you never want to hear those words. No. So I'm like, oh, "Shit!" And I'm trying to think, what did I do the night before? <laughs> so anyway, the sergeant major catches up with me and he's like he's like, "Hey, um." You made the gunny list. And I said, oh, that's cool. And he looked at me all funny, and he goes, and then he went, Smith, right? GA, right? And then right off my social, I went, yeah, yes, sir. He's like, yeah, you made the gunny list. I said, all right, thank you. And he just looked at me funny again, and then the other gunny was there going, did you act like you don't even care? I said, no, actually, I'm ecstatic, but what do you want me to do? back flips up and down the damn street and i said i jumped
1: up on the table and actually did like the little boogie i did this little boogie i was pretty excited well i walked
0: away i was excited but i wasn't going to make a big show about it and all that so it was pretty cool no it was, it was cool it was great so but anyway like you said neither here nor there let's move on this Which past one's week better here or there well it depends on the situation would you I would rather guess. be
1: here would you rather be there
0: well right now i want to be here but there's been other times i've been places where i want to be there
1: yeah it's definitely perspective it honest. is very it's, perspective. it's the situation neither here so. nor there but if it's no. neither here nor there then it's got to be somewhere right it's going to be somewhere that's, that's what the saying says there's got to be somewhere yeah. besides here or there
0: well it's going to be where you're at hmm. wherever that is hmm. so. but this past weekend I was there I was in West Virginia and I was here yes you were it was neither here nor there <laughs> and the situation was good there so I liked
1: being there the two men in the shed was split Split at that moment it was <laughs> we were not in the same
0: vicinity <laughs> but yes I went up there to Watched my uh, second oldest daughter graduate college, which was, you know, very good to see, very nice. Uh, you know, I don't like to be late for anything, so she kept telling me, "Oh, the, the buildings, the you know, the auditorium's small and all. You might want to get there early to get a good seat." So, graduation didn't start till ten. I got there at eight thirty. So I'm I'm walking inside. I'm 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 pretty much the only person sitting in this auditorium <laughs> for like an hour and a half. <laughs> But hey, I just sat did there. You have your coffee, I did not get coffee that morning. Seems like you
1: always have your coffee. Well, I think I had a cup before I left it's hotel. It's like you put but, an yeah. hour into your yeah. day for yeah. your coffee on the way. Yeah, yeah.
0: But uh, well, I wouldn't say all that. But uh, but I just sat there the whole time, and then it started at ten, and you know they have all these people want to speak and blah blah blah. Yeah. It was it, it. lasted two hours, so it was good though. Then, well, that ain't too bad. No, nah, not too bad. Not too no. shabby. When I go to graduations,
1: I want that remote like Adam Sandler had in Remote. I think it was called or Click. Where, um you could just fast forward to your kid and then fast forward past all the other people's
0: kids, I think I yeah, th- it'd, be it'd be nice if you, we could do that with a lot of things in yeah. life, so. Yeah. I mean, it's
1: just like being neither here nor there. there. Yeah. You know, you can fast forward to wherever you need to be. That's somewhere. No, that I, will, is. I, I
0: will tell you, after the graduation, we decided to go to, I let, you know. I told her, hey, pick where you want to go eat and all that. And she thought about it for a little bit, blah, blah. And, oh, let's go to Logan's Roadhouse. And I was like, okay, cool. I haven't been there in years. And I love the peanuts. And then my son's girlfriend was like, I don't think they do the peanuts anymore. And then uh, I think my son was like, yeah, they had them last time we were there. So I'm like, all right, cool. I, I did read you couldn't throw them on the floor anymore. So I thought, okay, whatever. But, uh, so yeah A uh, whole crew of us went up there It was like, I don't know Eight, nine of us all together And um, went to Logan's Roadhouse Well, first of all They don't have peanuts anymore Which really disappointed me so. COVID
1: got rid of that shit. That's what I hear, yeah, yeah That's what I heard
0: So, so uh, we're sitting Which was
1: kind of dirty anyway The peanuts were kind of dirty anyway <laughs> Well, you're not eating you know? shells
0: I mean, gee You're so. not Well, I
1: always well. You ate the shells, didn't you? I didn't eat the shells But sometimes I stick Sometimes the I,
0: I did the, the same yeah, thing Because yeah. you always wanted the salt yeah, off the peanut. Yeah. <laughs> salt <laughs> so yeah you're right but uh it's still kind of gross but. <laughs> but uh i think everybody everybody there in the in the party there ordered something simple to eat it was chicken chicken tenders for two granddaughters um everybody else got like burgers or, or chicken or, or soup um so we're sitting there waiting and not you know we're just chatting talking and blah 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 and finally time starts going around i'm watching all these other tables come in and, and they're big parties too seven eight people and all that and I'm watching all them sit down, get their food, and this, that, and the other, and finally I'm just like, hold up here, I said, how long have we been here? And my, my son was like, I think about an hour or something like that, 45 minutes, and then his his girlfriend said, uh, oh no, I called my mom when we got here, it's been an hour and 10 minutes. I was like, oh, well this is ridiculous. So I stopped this waitress walking by, who wasn't my waitress, <clears throat> and I was like, uh, excuse me, can you um, tell me, give me an ETA of when our food will arrive, like maybe today, or if it's tomorrow? So she said i'll check on it so she goes and i guess talks to my waiter and he comes out and i ask him i said dude where's where's my food at and he says uh what did he say to me he said um i'm trying to keep it straight because they gave me three bullshit answers first he was like uh oh we have a lot of parties in here as you see and i said yeah i do see but i see we were the one here first so that's not answering my question what what do you got next so then the the waitress comes back over and chimes in, well, it all depends on how many people you got. So I turn around and I start counting all the tables, two, four, six, eight. Those people have eight. Two, four, six, seven. These people have seven. These people have this many. I said, so that answer's not working for me. What you got next? So then she turns to, well, it all comes down to what you ordered. I said, are you kidding me? Cheeseburger, 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 chicken tenders, chicken tenders, soup, chicken, these people over here at this table have steak, 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 steak. Now, I've been doing this food thing for 30 years. I know how long it takes to cook a damn steak and a cheeseburger. So I told her, I said, that's a stupid answer. I said, do you have a manager I can speak with? And she I said, because I'm done talking to you. We're, we're done. I'm not buying your bullshit. So she goes and gets a manager. Manager comes out and goes, is everything okay here? And I said, no, it's not. And, and, and I usually don't. I know how it is to work in the food service industry. But also know about customer service, and you're gonna have me sit there an hour and ten minutes. And first of all, you're not gonna come out and give me updates. Second of all, you're gonna come out and give me bogus uh, answers. I think what happened was I don't think the guy ever turned the ticket in, and instead of just admitting it, they wanted to feed me a bunch of horseshit. That's about what I was about to say.
1: He probably is a he. he, I'm not giving him any excuses. Mm -hmm. But when I waited tables, there was times where I was like, "Oh fuck, I forgot to put these people's Mm -hmm. water in." But you know what? I went back to the table. I was like, I was honest with him. I was like, "Look." I got distracted. Your food's probably gonna come out a little late because I fucking and that's all been, he had to say. You know, and I would
0: have probably been happy with that. You know, I, I don't look for anything free.
1: How old was the grandkids that ordered chicken
0: tenders? Oh, uh, see, uh, golly, now you put me on the spot here. I think one turned four this year, and oh, the God, other one's turning uh, three this year. Because
1: yeah. I'm just gonna say, if you go to a steakhouse, why are you ordering soup and burgers?
0: Well, because my son had already told me not to get the steak because he said last time he was there it was dry as hell and tasted like shit. So, mm. and plus it was lunchtime and I really wasn't in the mood for a steak.
1: Yeah, you always so, get a burger uh, during lunch. Yeah, then.
0: or a sandwich. So, yeah. so I was torn there. But, uh, so anyway, then the manager, she said, I told, I explained to her, and then I, I said I asked nicely where my food was, and and these are the three excuses I got, which all three are lame. And she goes, certainly, let me look into this. She goes over to her little computer. I don't know what she was looking for, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then she prints our ticket out and all that and comes over and says, I do apologize. Y'all have been here way too long. I'm going to take care of your check today. I have two managers in the back right now putting your food together. I do apologize. And I thought, okay, see, this manager gets it. Yeah, she gets that's it. That's the right thing. To she took care of it. She came over and handled it. And did. It. I. This happened to me at Hooters one time, too. I don't know what it is about me, but every time I go to a restaurant, it's like, um, you know, they're like, hey, fuck that guy over there. He must be a white supremacist or some shit. I don't know, but. Another thing I did learn not to say in restaurants well, is. Well, you are a bald head. Exactly. Middle-aged white guy. I did learn this. Never tell a waitress or a waiter, hey, whenever you get a chance, take your time. Because they will literally do that. And uh, and then you'll be sitting there forever waiting. Because they'll say, oh, well, he said don't worry about it. So, But yeah. I did learn never to say that. But uh, Well, someone I know. If I got rapport with them,
1: I'll tell them, hey, you know, I need this but.
0: But I was at Hooters one time years ago and, and the same scenario happened and when I asked what was the deal was, I got the same answer from the manager. Well, we got a big party over here. And I was like, That's not my concern. Okay. And then she turned around and said, Well, what would you like me to do about it? And I'm like, That's your job to figure out. I mean, you're trying to put it on me to ask for a free meal. I don't ask for free stuff. It's your job as the manager to figure out how to fix the situation. Yeah. So So if you don't you know, if you don't know what you're doing, don't get in the food service business.
1: Here's what I noticed that i've been to hooters a couple of times since i retired and i've gotten uglier and i got better service at hooters when i was a better looking man now i'm a you know a middle-aged fatty that i just don't get the type of service at hooters like i go to service i want to be flirted with by the hotties there and then maybe that's another thing too well these hooters, hooters chicks ain't hotties anymore they're just kind of just, no, you know... It's like the
0: C team's working a lot.
1: Yeah, they're just kind of this run-of-the-mill type of fucking chick. And they're just like, no, i am I'm, I'm come to Hooters for Hooters. And tits and ass. That's what I come for. They're called a restaurant for a reason. Tits and ass. That's what I want to see when I come to fucking Hooters. Tits and ass. And, you know, in, in the political correct world that we live in, the fucking the little short shorts are too short for them. So, but I mean... You know, we say this all the fucking time. Whatever happened to customer service? It's just gone out the window. It's gone out the window, I think, because of social media. I think that's another reason social media is a fucking poison on society. People are used to being keyboard tough guys, now all of a sudden they don't have to they, now they have to do face to face fucking
0: interactions with people and they fuck it up. Well, nobody wants to nobody wants to say anything at a restaurant, really, because you don't want to be that guy. You don't want, you know. And plus, I don't like messing with people at a restaurant because I don't want to mess with my food. Mm. But I was I was nice about it the other day. I started out nice until uh, they gave me three lame answers, and then I wasn't so nice about it at that point. But so you but, gave him, you gave him three strikes. I gave him three strikes, and and they and they, they whiffed on all three. So yeah, yeah. but. Um, but yeah, I mean, but the manager took care of it. So then I, it, I which I'm glad I didn't pay for it, because I told him when they asked me how you want your burger done, sir, I was like, I was like, well, I don't want them to overdo it, because I know once again, not only do the people not know customer service, these cooks in the back don't know how to cook a steak or a burger. So I said, just make it medium well, so that way maybe it'll come out just right. It still came out. The inside was pink. I give them that, but they put it on the char broiler and they just charred the shit out of it. It was dry as shit, dude. So, once again, I'm glad I didn't pay for the meal because I thought it was garbage. I mean, other people said theirs was good, so whatever, but mine was garbage. Uh, uh, Logan's, it, it was years before i have been there in a long time, and it'd be years before I go back just because I had one experience. Well,
1: I don't. I only go to Logan's now because Dean is a
0: bartender there, you know. All right. I mean, we've Logan's been there, and like, we go get you know, some drinks and yeah. appetizer or whatnot, but I'm, I'm when, not when, looking to really go eat there anymore. When no. Logan
1: graduates from Army Boot Camp, he wants to go. He's, he's on this mac and cheese kick. He mm. wants some mac and cheese. I'm like... That's the first thing you're thinking about when you graduate. I know what the first thing he's thinking about when he graduates. So let's go to the hotel room and get some Pat-Pat. But he then he's on some mac- macaroni and cheese. He's talking about going to Texas Roadhouse. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I think I'll try to find uh a local joint say here let's go try out the local stuff You're, every town you go to that has a base uh, beside it it's going to have these type of restaurants so
0: that's usually what yeah. i try to seek out now are, are local ones mom and pop places because it's usually good food big portions and, and and the atmosphere is so much better. i try to stay yeah. away from and, the and chain restaurants. customer service exactly yeah. i really do try to stay away from the chain restaurants nowadays uh, but yeah, so that, that was the week, uh, week up there. Uh, it was good. I enjoyed it, though. It was fun. Um, <clears throat> then I come back down here, and of course, we, we went out the other day to the Angry Ginger, which has the fake baked beans, but I did not get the fake baked beans this time, and uh, it was all good to go.
1: Now yeah, you got overcharged fucking Beam and Cokes. That's yeah. what you got.
0: Yeah, but the atmosphere was good.
1: Well, there was, there was a lot of talent there. there,
0: there yep, 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 one was good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of talent there. <laughs> Had an athlete there shooting pool. Uh, yes.
0: yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the reason why I bring that up is because then later on we watched the ball game and, and one of your favorite players on your favorite team was pitching for the first time ever in his career.
1: Well we gotta get the full story to it. Well yeah, go it, ahead, get the back. The backstory. Cardinals were up fifteen to two. It was I it was thirteen to two. Thirteen to two and, and San Francisco said, You know what, I'm not gonna go into my bullpen. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna have yep. uh, a position player pitch. Yep. Nope. and then they score two more runs off that and and you know the Cardinals being the good gentleman they are the good gentlemen, baseball club they're like we're just not gonna showboat them right now just we're gonna pitch you know some position players and this being that pullhole's uh last, last season, season yep. his his, uh, his retirement tour they put him on a mound. And I had to say it was it was wonderful seeing him. <laughs> he was, was he was throwing some heat. He threw some
0: what? Fifty four miles an hour? Right no, then? no, no,
1: no. He threw eighty nine mile an hour. Really? Yeah. I, I missed that one. Yeah. Okay. He threw one of those, but he gave up uh, a three run homer, and yes, then he did. And actually then,
0: no, he gave up a two run homer, and then a solo homer. Yeah, run. He gave so, up two home runs. So, but, but it was so they were having yeah, such a good time yeah, though. Both benches were laughing. It, uh, they were having a great time. It
1: looked like. It looked like Summer League baseball yeah. where people were out there just having fun. Look like a beer league. Yeah, it was It was mm-hmm. really great to see him out there laughing and smiling yeah. and not being these pompous millionaire athletes. So it was really cool to see. And, and you got to think it's another stat that he's going to go into the Hall of Fame with is yeah. that he. <laughs> <laughs> One loss as
0: a pitcher with an ERA through the roof. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But he closed out the game. He you did know. close it out. He did get three outs. Yes, yeah, he so. did. So. But yeah, yeah, it was funny. It was fun to watch. I did enjoy that. So, all right. Well, then, uh, hey, moving on. You know, I keep saying I want to get rid of Netflix and all that, uh, but every time I think I will get rid of it, dude, I forgot Cobra Kai starts in September, so I got I got to stick around for Cobra Kai. It might be the final season. And also, now uh, if anybody's a, a a fan of Breaking Bad and uh, Better Call Saul, the last season of Better Call Saul is on Netflix now. So now I got I've been watching it. I got two episodes left of the ten episodes. So.
1: Yeah, you've been all about Better Call Saul. I haven't gotten into it. I haven't even even finished Breaking Bad. I haven't gotten into Breaking Bad. Mm. But they got a new one out there. If it's anything like the books and the way Matthew McConaughey portrayed it, Lincoln Lawyer. Oh, yeah. Because Lincoln Lawyer is a series of novels. I I believe it's by Michael Crichton. I'm not too sure. I had to look that up. Google boxes. Don't quote me on that. But that seems like it's going to be kind of cool. I know Matthew McConaughey played the Lincoln Lawyer fucking perfectly. Great movie. The plot in it was great. The,
0: the acting was great. All that it was good.
1: And but, plus, uh, Plus,
0: it had that country music singer, Trace Atkins as the lead biker. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was in that movie. Yeah. yeah. And then
1: it had, uh, what's her name in it? Oh, fuck. From My Cousin Vinny. I can't think of her name right oh. now.
0: Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Yeah, Marissa that's Tomei. right. I forgot she was in it. Yeah. yeah.
1: And they were getting divorced, or were they divorced? Well, well, that's what I
0: referenced last year. That those two were married, and she was a prosecutor, he was a defense lawyer, and they got divorced, but yet they still got along great because they had a kid together, and they would and they would hook up every once in a while together. And I was thinking, that don't happen in real life, dude. That don't happen in real life. Sometimes it happens in real life, but (laughs) I'm very seldom, very very (laughs) seldom, very seldom. Yeah, but but the the reason why I bring up the whole Netflix thing, if you're done (laughs) with the Lincoln Lawyer, I mean,
1: well, I'm still on the Lincoln Lawyer thing. Take your time, buddy. I got all day. I mean, let's just imagine if it was real life. I mean, who could pass up Marissa Tomei? First of all, if she well, threw it out yeah. there, and then if you were a female, Marissa Tomei, or who can pass up Matthew
0: McConaughey? See, not you know. Now you gotta make people feel bad because we can't measure up to Matthew McConaughey. Oh,
1: no, no. I mean, if I went, if I went gay, not that there's anything wrong with it, I would definitely think about fucking smashing out Matthew McConaughey or letting him smash me out I don't know it's wow. Matthew McConaughey
0: wow we're off the rails already yeah.
1: only 21 minutes into this yeah
0: thing. okay okay but- but I, I want to check out that series. I think it, I think it's going to be worthwhile watching. Well, I didn't know it was a series until you told me yesterday. Yeah. So I, now I, I, I'm just, I guess I'm keeping Netflix because I'm about to check it out. Well, also. I think
1: they had the movie Matthew McConaughey out there to go along mm. with yeah. the series that's, that, that dropped. Mm. And not to mention, they, they still have Diamonds in the Rough. I mean, Ozark fucking finished fucking perfect. Loved it. Yeah. I mean, it surprised me. I mean, spoiler alert, they shoot
0: Ruthie at the end of it. You always spoil everything. They shoot Ruthie. I was Ruthie. hoping I was hoping they'd all make it out alive. I was Ruthie really could make hoping it. for
1: yeah. a happy ending for Ruthie. Yeah. I, Ruthie. But I actually thought it was Wendy that was going to get schwacked. I thought mm-hmm. Wendy was going to go down. And it would have made my day if they would have schwacked Wendy.
0: But, boy, it's really it, – that whole show, if you go back to the first season, even the second season, how, how, how Wendy's character just evolved from this all-scared mother who, you know, who did this and that cheat on her husband and all that, turned into this wicked, just conniving ter- bitch mm-hmm. who was just running the whole show and had mm-hmm. no remorse about anything and would have you killed in a heartbeat and not even think twice about
1: it. Well, I mean, it really got me when they were having that final g- gala at the... F-
0: at the showboat there, the boat, the casino the,
1: boat. At the, the Missouri Bell. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing they could do to say Roofy. Yeah. And there was they just knew it. And it was just like, yep. they even said it, well, we're going to have to sacrifice her. Yep. And what was funny about it is the symbolism is that Rufi came out in a white dress. She was in a white dress, you know, purity. She changed her ways. Yep. And then the evil cartel lady comes out in a black dress, like here's death.
0: Yeah. True. And, and caps symbolism, her. Symbolism, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. Didn't really think about that. I really don't read too much into it, but it's good you caught that. Yeah. yeah. But the whole reason I bring the whole Netflix thing up anyway is because, you know, as you always like to say, go woke, go broke. And Netflix has been losing subscribers left and right because, uh, you know, they have employees who like to tell management how to operate, which I'll never understand why companies allow this. But Netflix finally got smart because the shareholders were like, hold the fuck up here. Once again, if I was a shareholder of these companies, I'd be saying the same thing. Well, Netflix finally got smart. They sent out a memo company-wide that, you know, was leaked because everything's always leaked. Well, I don't even know if they tried to hide it, to be honest with you, but it basically was telling their employees that they support all artists and content creators, and really, if you if you can't accept that, then Netflix is not the place for you to work. So they're basically telling them, shut up or find a new job, which finally, somebody's doing that, and I'm glad to see that. That's another reason why I'm probably keeping it around a little longer, So because I, I don't really get into all that, like cancel this, that, and the other, but um, I do like seeing a company finally stand up and say, shut the hell up. We're paying you. Do Do your job and shut up.
1: Well, if you ever listen to comedians um, talk about Netflix, they love doing specials on Netflix mm-hmm. because they can they don't they have, they have creative control over mm-hmm. their whole act. Exactly. Um, granted, most of them are left leaning and liberals, but I mean, you listen to the Chappelle shows; he's just out there saying what needs to be fucking said and making it fucking funny. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm not saying I would say Chappelle's liberal leaning, but I wouldn't go out there and say he was li- like conservative bashing.
0: No, he's not. And it's like a, know, it's like a, it's like well, it's like a lot of liberals who who got tired of. The, I wouldn't even say he's liberal. He's probably a Democrat, left leaning, but not. When you say liberal, usually that means far left, right. Yeah. That usually far well, left well, or far left, like, I think. Mean, yeah, far that. left of right. But uh, a lot of them are. But it's like Bill Maher. Everybody knows he's a Democrat, diehard Democrat. But even he, in the past couple, past year or so, just like Dave Chappelle, has been pointing out the hypocrisy and the stupidity of the left.
1: Well, you got Bill Burr, which I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he's a, he's a conservative. <laughs> I think he votes conservative, and he says some conservative mm-hmm. shit in his acts. But even you, you got him going off on it. Um, but then you got the super left leaning guy Michael Shee. I don't know if you know who he is. Yeah, He's, on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a funny dude. He's got some funny acts out I, there. I'll
0: admit, it, on the Weekend Update, they do have some funny little bits. But admit he, that. Uh, he,
1: he, he did his little special. He didn't even stand up and he got talking about the American flag and the national anthem and everything. And he, you know, he put his little spin on it, all his whole Black Lives Matter thing. You know. Yeah. But uh, you know, one great thing about Netflix is, you know, I'm getting a degree in writing. Is that Netflix is mentioned a lot because they have uh, a writer's development um, for their shows, where they team up with the authors of these books. You notice there's a lot of series that's out there based off books, tons of them. Um, the you know, uh, Lock and Key I believe is based off a, a a graphic novel. You know, Lincoln Lawyer we just mentioned that. Uh, man, there's a whole bunch of them. I just can't think one right now. Looky there. So looky there out the window. So they are so they are uh, so they have these the uh, they build up writers they they you know if you can get a book series or anything out there netflix is maybe a place where you can actually turn your uh your your writing into actual visual art so
0: yeah. yeah like i said but i bring up netflix and then and that just I'll slide right into twitter which is another company that you know like like likes the employees to tell them what to do <laughs> Now, first of all, that whole $44 billion deal with Elon Musk is on hold right now. Musk put it on hold because he wants to verify how many fake accounts are on Twitter and, and how many bot accounts, which are fake accounts. Uh, Twitter says less than 5%, but Musk, he ain't really buying it. So that's why everything's on hold now until they can actually verify how many fake accounts, which you got a Twitter CEO saying, oh, there's never really no way to tell that, blah, 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 because you have to use external information investigation or whatever and we, we don't release people's personal data which i don't really buy that bullshit either so but basically that whole deal's on hold but i bring it up for another reason is project veritas if if everybody knows what that is if you're not familiar with it <clears throat> they go around and do secret recordings with people at cnn basically they catch the left and a bunch of lies and all this stuff so they sat down with a couple twitter engineers who didn't know they were being recorded and they admitted f- freely boasting about it bragging about it yeah, of course we uh we uh Shadow ban conservatives and we're biased. We don't like free speech here. We all pretty much have a communist attitude. They said this, and this is after what a couple years now of people pointing it out, and the left always saying that's a conspiracy theory from the right. They're not. Nobody's being uh, shadow banned. Nobody's being uh, biased against. But once again, well, excuse me, Project Veritas just got Twitter employees to admit that yes, that's what they've been doing for years.
1: Yeah, Project Veritas does good work. I mean, they're Mm -hmm. always the ones that pull back the curtain on Mm -hmm. the evil wizard. they, you got to think... And, and the left does this also. They, I don't remember what their little thing is called, but Project Veritas. But if you're out there saying this stuff, you're going to have someone come and investigate. You're going to have someone, you know, uh, you know inserted to find out the truth. Mm-hmm. It's always going to happen. So I just don't understand why companies just don't fucking just be honest and be truthful. I mean... I, I don't know. I mean, it, it probably comes down to the money, but fuck, man. Like, it, the truth is going to come out. Anything that happens in the dark comes to light eventually. Yep. Just like the UFOs. They've been hiding UFOs forever. Congress this morning, freaking um, Congress this morning, just had uh, the, the Department of Defense testifying about unidentified flying objects, and they don't know what the hell it is. So, it Everything's starting to come to light, and and here's another thing too. I just think people are, I, I don't know if they're necessarily smarter, but the information's readily more readily available. And then when you're on an airplane or this that and other, people have their phones. They can they take a picture of anything they want, and everything's getting out there. there there's technology out there that can verify whether or not this this picture was fake or, or it's actually what it is. It hasn't been
0: tailored, so. We're not alone, George. Well, let me go on record that uh, I'm on the opposite spectrum of you on that. I don't buy into the, all the alien UFO bullshit, but I know that's your thing, and, and you're deep in it and all that and all that. So you can just keep staring at the stars thinking shit's moving. I'm not buying into it. but
1: Well, on our Fifth Avenue right now, I think we have uh, the, the neighborhood weed dealer has just showed up with a group yes, of yes, yes, people, yes. I think. Um, so good on him. <laughs> I do not hate anyone's hustle. Yes, but.
0: I see them out there yep. all the time wait, yeah. waiting on him to come by. Yeah.
1: Ah, you live in a great neighborhood, my friend. Neighborhood. I don't, <laughs> I don't hate on anyone's hustle. So if he's getting it on, he's getting it on. Fuck it, good on him.
0: Oh my you goodness,
1: <clears throat> it, it could be that, or you know.
0: Hey, hey, but you know, you bring up Congress, uh, which is a nice little segue into into my next point here. Is that's um, why I did it. I know that because you're good. You're always ahead. Of I saw the, curve. the time hack.
1: Yes, I saw <laughs> the producer over there, the sound <laughs> engineer that we had.
0: Well, here's here's our thing here. I'm I'm gonna touch on two points here. First of all, you know, uh, taxpayers are hurting right now. Americans are hurting. I mean, do Democrats care? No, we don't care. Hell, Republicans don't even really care a lot. They sent $40 billion over to Ukraine because, you know, God knows we can't use it over here. So let's just give it away uh, for a war that we got nothing to do with. But, you know, we're helping democracy. Democracy.
1: Well, so. it's amazing how we get out of a war where we're spending so much money and then we just jump right back into funding another war. Yeah. It yeah. just... Yeah. It makes no sense. We should be. We probably were better off in Afghanistan than fucking trying to fight here in Ukraine. Imagine if we were in Afghanistan and Ukraine broke out. Well, but I think Ukraine broke out because we left Afghanistan. Be honest with you.
0: Well, well, of course it is. I think that was yeah. They saw how weak Biden was, and that was put, when Putin said, "Well, let me take my shot here." So, but I believe sixty billion's already been sent to Ukraine just from the United States alone, which is more than like tr- probably triple times what Europe has sent over to Ukraine. Because once again, like Trump said they take advantage of us and we're stupid and just keep paying um so yeah another 40 billion just got sent over there but this is on top of i saw something interesting here though taxpayers now in, in even though they can barely afford food and groceries are now paying for congress's uh peloton uh programs you, you know everybody knows the peloton deal blah 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 uh if you don't what is it chris it's the well, Peloton is the bikes and the mirrors
1: that have the the celebrity fitness people saying, "Come on!" and they motivate you. Yeah. Well, I think I think what's happening here this is a this is a backhanded bailout because Peloton was losing exactly. losing tons and tons of money. Good point. And and they were about to go out of business, so they hit up fucking Congress and said, "Hey, here how how can our business stay alive?" Because during COVID, everyone was indoors. So they were like, "Well, we need a way to exercise." So Peloton. Their stock went through the roof. Their products went through the roof. They did this huge marketing campaign. Yep. But now everyone can go back to the gym. Everyone can go outside. Everyone can do this. And, and life is returning to normal. Yep. Peloton is now losing billions of dollars. Yep. Or, or not millions. Maybe millions, not billions. I don't know if they're a billion-dollar yep. company. But it's backhanded bailout here.
0: Yep. Have taxpayers pay. No, for. and I I think that you hit the nail on the head. I think it's perfect, the perfect way you just put it. I think that's what it was. Congress gave Peloton $10,000 up front. And now they'll pay they'll pay them for every congressperson and every staffer ten dollars per month, which comes out to one hundred twenty thousand dollars monthly for them to have free access to the Peloton app. In in contrast, regular Americans such as ourselves, we have to pay Peloton twelve ninety nine a month if we if we want access. Uh, or $24 for the all access, which now they're also going to take up to $39. So once again, the regular Americans are getting screwed while the people up in Washington are living off our money. And on top of that, now they can have liquor delivered straight to their Capitol Hill offices. Boy, wherever I used to work, I would have loved to have liquor just delivered to my right? office. That would have been great. Why can't we have liquor delivered to our homes? Well, I, they do have services like that. They got one in Georgia now starting up like that. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but you can not do that. I'm, I'm sure it costs, probably costs more than you just driving down to the store, I'm sure, well, as I everything mean, if does. You, but, you run out of booze, well, and no, all of no. a sudden you hit your yeah. app up. I mean, it could have come in handy a lot of times in my yeah. life. But, um, but you know, but in the Marine Corps, when I sat in that office all day, bored out of my mind, I would have loved to have some liquor delivered to my office, right? <laughs> but, right. But once again, at the expense of the taxpayers, and it's ridiculous. And also, we have this uh, baby formula shortage. They're saying, right? Um, there is that exactly. Well, and I know, I know you tweeted something out, or not tweeted. You put something on Facebook about what at the border. It's it, it, there's a big brouhaha about the illegal aliens able to have access. They got pallets of baby. They formula. have pallets of it in a warehouse. Yeah and it is bullshit it is bullshit how they look after the illegals but i'm gonna tell you what i tell you why this is though because here on two men in the shed we tell the whole story we don't just take one side and say well screw the other side we tell the whole story so i'm gonna tell you why that is even though as a regular citizen looking at that you're thinking that's bullshit illegal aliens getting all of this while we can't hardly find shit but i'm gonna tell you why that is it's a thing called the Flores settlement what happened was in the 90s which it's going to sound weird illegal aliens you know were suing the government because they were coming in illegal, <laughs> but we weren't Only taking care of them. In Only in America. Only in America. Only can in
1: America can you be illegal and sue the government. Exactly.
0: So they came up with this uh, Flores settlement. Like I said, which started out as a class action lawsuit. I'm sure it was some some leftist lawyer who started that regarding children right, at the, the border. ACLU. Yeah, and it, it was settled actually in 1997 under President Clinton. They settled the lawsuit, and uh, and, and basically it was okay. We'll start taking care of uh, of all all these needs that these illegals need. It beca- actually became a law in 2008. They actually passed it into law. I guess when Obama took over, it was made into law that we have to take care of these jokers, even though they're illegals. And then in 2015, the Customs and Border Protection document reiterated the whole thing. So basically, it comes down to there has to be a stockpile of certain supplies in this warehouse for these illegal aliens. And that's why all that baby formula is there. It wasn't that Biden just all of a sudden sent it there or anything. It's been there for years. It's just now come 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 to light. Whereas the left has been saying, oh, it's all a conspiracy theory, this, that, and the other. But a reporter, I actually don't even think it was a reporter. I think it was a Republican congresswoman, actually went down there to check it out herself and went to the warehouse and took pictures and all that. And, well, yes, it's I stock full. I it was full. a
1: Border Patrol agent that leaked it. Well, they, they did leak, leak it. it you're right, you're you got right. Got it going. That is
0: how it started. And then and then when the left said, oh, that's all bullshit, nonsense, uh, a Republican uh, U.S. congresswoman went down there to actually look into it. <clears throat> and, yes, they had this warehouse down there. But by law, they have to. So, And I'm not defending Biden, obviously, at all. I think he's still a worthless piece of crap. But, but by law, they have to have this stockpile in there for these illegal immigrants, which still, on the face of it, why isn't there a stockpile for regular American taxpayers when times like this hit? Why isn't there a stockpile then? You know, so, I mean, you, you can look at it either way from your side, but I'm just stating the facts, and then you can take from that what you want to take.
1: Well, by. why is it he's upholding? that law but he ain't upholding the fucking border I, itself well
0: i agree with the it now Border
1: itself now trump
0: trump tried to get around this law because trump didn't agree with it but the courts of course told trump he had to do it so but yeah i see what you're saying uh, yeah well of course biden's going to uphold this law because it suits his need and his narrative but yet uh, uh, he's a uh, skirting federal law but with the border and all that and getting away with it so yeah
1: you know it's once again this, this baby formula thing, it's also another socialist program that is not working out for the American people because a lot of baby formula is it's is, is bought by the government with WIC. Mm-hmm. So, so when they shut down the baby formula factory for bacteria or whatever it is, yes, safety concerns, I get that.
0: Which proved that that, that uh, actual Abbott organization was not responsible for those infant deaths but they still have not allowed them to start producing again and it's been 4 or 5 months now so. right so but with that said there should
1: be re, uh, backups re, uh, reiterations or, or or just why is it that you know when you look at these socialist programs that the that the government has there's there's only one point of failure there's no backups to it so there should have already been a backup. Why isn't Gerber stepping up or, or what other? Heck, fuck, it's been a long time since I had a baby, so I don't really know. Infamil. You know? Now we're importing. And I heard rumor, too, I haven't really looked this up, that we shipped off a lot of our baby formula to Ukraine as part of the package, the humanitarian package over there. So once again, here we are footing a bill for Ukraine's war. We're footing a bill for illegals, and our babies are starving. Not to mention, abortion protests. So let's kill them in the womb, and then once they're out, let's starve them. So, well, uh,
0: here's another point though that a lot of people don't think about either, because I know a lot of the leftist politicians and you know celebrities who know everything. They've been on Twitter. Uh, basically shaming mothers for uh, relying on baby formula. Say yeah, you should breastfeed them. Blah blah blah. Okay, well that's not always possible due to medical issues. Due, due to just well, when I had when, when my last daughter was born, her her, her mother tried to breastfeed. But it just wasn't working out. The baby wasn't latching on. And, you know, it just wasn't working out, and 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 it was stressing the, the mother out big time. Well,
1: Dakota rejected my ex wife. Oh, well, exactly, and, and and put her in depression. She's it, like, exactly, and she's and, like, why is my baby? Uh, why am I being rejected? Yep,
0: yep. Why is what's going on here? And I and I and, think and I think that makes a lot of sense. That 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 explains a lot to me now, looking back. But you don't know, you don't always put two and two together. But. One day, I remember the the doctor gave us a bottle of baby formula or a can of baby formula that we had in the ca- cabinet. And mm-hmm. then, and then one day, when when my ex wife just couldn't really take it anymore and it was stressing her out, you know, I said, I said, well, let's let's try this baby formula whatever. And we did a bottle up, and she started eating. So that's why we switched strictly to baby formula. With, and,
1: with, with Dakota, we mixed it because yeah. Charity still wanted to do the breast milk. Mm-hmm. things she thought was best and healthy, and you know, she was an MA, and and she. she she just felt like she wanted to give the the that, that nutrients that comes from right. breast milk still to her baby, so she breast pumped. <laughs> And then she would mix some of the formula to supplement it. Right, I get and, you. But, and so, but
0: it's not always possible for people to do that. So yeah. all these people on Twitter and this and that and the other trying to shame mothers and say this and that and the other because, once again, it fits their narrative, they're speaking out of their ass. They don't know what they're talking mm-hmm. about. So, well, well, so, once again, instead of just saying, we need to help these mothers, no, we're going to say, well, you should breastfeed them anyway. You're a shitty mom. These people are disgusting. It makes me sick.
1: Well, there, there's also, you know, there's babies out there who – who <laughs> I should say born to men who don't lactate but <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> <laughs> are you sure <laughs> but uh um uh, but what about the babies are out there are, are born and then put up for adoption immediately I mean what exactly wh- what are the what are those they uh, the mothers who who keep milking god what are they called surrogates
0: not surrogates, surrogates. Uh. I don't. I don't know where you're going with that. I don't
1: know. Well, there's a term used mm. for women when they they let another baby nurse off their teats, oh, their tits, God. their their mammograms, uh, or whatever I don't you know. know. I find but that there's all a, weird. There's a term out there for. It. Mm-hmm. I I mean, growing up, my mom used to tell me that I used to nurse off off uh, 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 all the other women who were still nursing. So that may explain some probably a lot. That to really me. does. It, it probably I, does. It really tells me. But a my lot. mom was dead serious. She's she's like <laughs> my friends had were were. That had babies the the, the same age that round you, you would nurse off them and what they the, would nurse. Like what the fuck is going on in Missouri? I, I forget what they're called. There's something called there. But I'm a product of WIC. When I first had Logan, it, Cherry and I couldn't make a lot of money. We applied for WIC. I think, I, I think everybody qualifies for the WIC. WIC isn't a bad program. The problem I'm saying with WIC is it's the, when they contract the stuff out to make it WIC approved, and say just like the baby formula uh, factory went down it's a single point of failure there needs to be redundancy in a program if you're going to do something like that and the administration ain't going to think that like that they can't think past their own nose they can't think past
0: the, the spoonful of pudding they're feeding into biden Wicks a good program but they they did it overdid it in some areas like we used to have so much milk uh, that There's no way you could drink it before it went bad, so we used to just give it to everybody in the family. I mean, just way way too much milk. I mean, and I I drank milk back then a lot of times. I can't remember the last time I had a glass now, but then I drank it a lot, and uh, it was always – you had to give it away Or it was going to go bad Well I think so. the program's designed for that way
1: To have an abundant supply well, and, and it's in, a good in, program I'm not knocking it at all yeah. It was
0: a great program And uh, yeah we got Well you got fruits You got uh, milk cheese, You got the cheese yeah, There's yeah, so, yeah. You, got, you yeah. can get a lot it's with it It's a good it. program yeah. It was a good program Yeah I mean I think I, all, all my kids I, we didn't, I don't think we qualified For the last one I think But uh, yeah all the other three I think We qualified Because mm-hmm. you know In the military We didn't get paid shit. <laughs> yeah <laughs> until, like uh, until later on When we start picking up ranks so, Yeah you know,
1: but, When I was When yeah. I was was a corporal and I first got married uh, charity
0: and I used WIC, mm-hmm. and it's you know, a good program yeah well, good program but like everything else in this country a lot of them get abused but well well that one's probably the least abused of one so yeah I
1: think it's it serves its purpose yes. and you know but I like agree. I said it's if they're gonna use these WIC companies they need to have redundancy in it where if one goes mm-hmm. down or maybe just have it all out there
0: nope, nope, I agree. okay um, <clears throat> Here's a little tidbit I just thought I'd throw out there for all the sports fans like yourself or football fans. Mm -hmm. Jerry Jones, owner of the Cowboys. um, There were rumors he was going to sell. He's come out and said, I'm not going to sell the Cowboys ever. But if I did, it would be a $10 billion price tag. The the, the most expensive? Crazy. Crazy. Franchise in NFL. Yeah. I remember when the Dodgers sold – um, I don't remember how many years ago it was, but I think that was like $2 billion, and they thought, oh, my gosh, that's crazy. Well, I think
1: they're second behind the Yankees, if, I, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure, yes. It's to, to, for being the, the, the most expensive franchise yeah. out there. Yeah. And here's the thing. They're mediocre. They haven't won – The Cowboys, right? The Cowboys yeah. are mediocre. Yeah. The Dallas Mavericks won three playoff games this week, right? Even They, they, they play a seven-game series, but – The Cowboys have only won three playoff games in the past 25 years. Mm. The Browns... Wait, how many? Three in the past 25 years. The Cowboys. The Cowboys.
0: Wow.
1: The last playoff win was in 2019, January 2019. The Lions, Washington, and Cleveland Browns are the other three teams that have a longer playoff drought than them. So chalk it up
0: yeah yep, yep. just not throw it out there for all the sports fans that's uh
1: well he's a great marketer he, he's with mm-hmm. Pe- pepsi at&t they just had wrestlemania there yep. you know
0: well it, yeah they did it was it wasn't dallas this year wasn't mm-hmm. it yeah. Yeah, that's right next year it'll be out in the new uh sofi out in los angeles it'll be in the rams the stadium next year it, 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 everywhere
1: you go there's always a fucking Steelers fan and a Cowboys oh, fan. Oh, yeah, always. Always. You could go to fucking Mars, and there's probably a, a Cowboys flag probably planted on Mars already. Well, I remember growing
0: up, that's all. And, like I said, I've never got into football, but uh, that's all you saw was uh, Cowboys and Steelers. But I was in West Virginia, too, and Pittsburgh, obviously, since we never had a professional team, yeah. we adopted the Steelers. We adopted Big the Reds. We, stopped, yeah. we adopted yeah. the Pirates. So yeah. But the
1: Cowboys were a dynasty in the 90s, you know, so they had, uh, you know, the party house with, you know, Emmitt Smith and Ir- Irvin. And then you got Aikman banging out all the ch- the cheerleaders. So, and they were winning championships. So, but they haven't done shit since then. They've been riding off reputation. Now, I can't you fucking know. stand Cowboys. I can't stand Cowboys fans. I got a couple of friends Cowboys fans come football season. They are just fucking s- slime on a pond.
0: Well, I know a guy who's a big Cowboys fan on Facebook. I ain't going to mention who it is, but... Uh, you read his posts and stuff. Something. Yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah, yeah. He just makes himself look foolish every week. But, uh, yeah. You know.
1: and, and they should have a chance this year because they're tied with the weakest schedule in the NFL with the, the Washington Commanders. The Washington Commanders because we don't want <laughs> to hurt people's feelings. You know?
0: <laughs> it's, just, it's like the stupid Cleveland Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll always be the Indians to me. So. Well, I,
1: I notice. <clears throat> a lot of times I go outside and I look up in the clouds. I'm like, man, them are racist clouds. And, and now that they'll change name to sports, the the sports franchise's names, there's less racist clouds out there.
0: Mm-hmm. I believe I it. hear I believe less racism
1: it. going on now that they're they're changing sports teams' names.
0: Yeah. Well, also because they also got rid of, uh, you know, syrup and pancake too with the, you know, images on it. So. Yeah,
1: you get rid of all that, I mean. Well, life's good. Takes care of racism.
0: Yeah, it took care of all of it. Yeah, it doesn't. <sighs> what
1: it would not. you say if I told you the
0: Biden White House lied again about something? Oh,
1: surprise, surprise. Yeah. They're the most...
0: Transpa- transpa- transparent, transparent, you know, and it's just words that they say every week. When that new press secretary took over, she's, "We're going to continue to just be the most transparent and honest administration." And I'm just saying, it's just words because they know they haven't been. And then her first day on the job, she couldn't even answer simple questions from Peter Doocy. He's asked, he asked her. uh, how does taxing big corporations reduce inflation, which it doesn't. And Jeff Bezos even turned around and said something about it. But her answer skipped everything. He, he, she never answered the question. She just kept saying, we want everybody to pay their fair share without ever saying how it reduces inflation. Because apparently the Biden administration doesn't understand inflation, or I think they obviously have to. They just lie about it. So, But they never want to answer the question. But what I'm getting at is, Remember a few weeks back, maybe a month or so, those safe smoking kits that they were going to pass mm-hmm. out to all the druggies mm-hmm. in the land, mm-hmm.
1: and then we uh, touched on that yeah. a couple of podcasts yeah. ago.
0: And somebody got wind. At first, the Washington Free Beacon reported on this, and and, and then somebody got wind that all oh, these safe smoking kits are going to include crack pipes. And of course, Gin Saki, Circle Back Saki, uh, Orange Orange Woman Bad, came out and said that's a conspiracy theory from the right. There's no crack pipes in these kits. Well, you know, you can never take these people at their word, so the washington free beacon decided to go check it out themselves so they Mm -hmm. started visiting these harm education organizations and calling some harm reduction i'm sorry you're right i can't I'm start to write like you it does say reduction harm Harm reduction reduction organizations and um and they actually checked into it and saw firsthand that these little kits do contain crack pipes so once again instead of trying to fix a problem they're just saying here give us let's us give us give you taxpayers can pay for your drug habit and uh, y'all just go well, off quietly somewhere and do I it I
1: saw this other day during Tucker time um <laughs> Tucker the, time. the guy and he he went and got the kit like it isn't hard to do nope, to get a kit and not. he showed the meth pipe and crack pipe mm-hmm. out of the kit that he got so yes they're there
0: Yep, so once again, they lied, and uh, your taxpayer dollars are supporting drug addicts. Well, it's it's even worse than that. They're not even trying to clean
1: up the that, problem. That's, that's what the, I mean. I mean, the problem is is that, uh, you know, I think people are always going to do drugs. Drugs is always going to be a thing, but well, how no, do you get people off As long as, as humans drugs, are around, yes. How do you get people off mm-hmm. the drug? It isn't harm reduction if you're actually giving them the pipes and needles. No, it's not. You know, there needs to be some sort of alternative. I don't really know what it is. Um, it, it just uh, to yeah. me it, it's very difficult for me to understand. They're not trying to kill a population mm-hmm. and keep the population down by keeping them addicted to drugs mm-hmm. and providing them the means. I mean,
0: but but why aren't they taking care of other addictions? Why aren't they giving out free cigarettes? Oh, because that's big business. Yeah. Why aren't they giving out free alcohol to people like you? Because that's big business. Well, I mean. Mm-hmm.
1: What what is the alternative what's the legal drug for a uh, heroin is it methadone or,
0: or uh, what are they? I, I have no know, idea there's it. free
1: methadone clinics and that's big business yeah. you know so, uh, why aren't they handing out all, all these well they do hand out opioids that's why there's a pain pill addiction so hmm.
0: well, well well well
1: i would like to know a solution if y'all got an actual solution out there you work in uh uh, you know, some sort of uh, drug rehab uh program, send us an email to yeah. totally uncensored at gmail.com well, It's number two, not to T-W-O
0: Well, yeah, let me pull it, Chris, because I remember you used to the, our first year into this, you, when I would point out you would always say, well, what's the solution, George? You're what's right. the solution? What's yeah, the solution, what Chris? The
1: solution? I, I think the solution is 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 actually trying to help the people recover from their addiction. I think there needs yeah. They're getting free I, me, free
0: little kits. Throw their ass in rehab. That yeah.
1: <laughs> I think there needs to be some sort of way where they can back them down. And once they get them off the addiction, I think they, there needs to be a, a program or a way to actually well, set people up and for I know, success and, I and some, maintain the and success. And I know somebody
0: out there will say, well, you can't just throw people in rehab. I get it. But they pass all these red flag laws now that if they yeah. think you're you a mental health person or whatever, they could come take your guns and do this, that, and the other. They pass a law that, hey, if we catch you on the drugs uh, three times, uh, you are are going to rehab.
1: I mean, how many welfare recipients are out there or crackheads? Like, why can't we have piss tests for exactly. this stuff? Exactly. Exactly. You know, I, I at the same time you don't want them to starve, but at the same time you also want them off the drugs. So I don't know. It's it's I think it's a it's a, a, a conglomerate of solutions, and mm-hmm. no one puts a conglomerate together to right. make it actually work. Right. All
0: right. Well, our our figurehead in the White House today is visiting Buffalo because you know they had that uh, big shooting up there mm-hmm. over the weekend at a grocery store, mm-hmm. uh, white supremacist. Which let me go and clear this up. The guy was a white supremacist. He didn't hide he, he didn't hide the fact, uh, but. He also was not a conservative, and he damn sure wasn't a MAGA person either. He's made that clear on his post too. But that's something the left is overlooking, because you know it has to fit their narrative to paint him as a white supremacist, to, so they can paint the right with this, this brush for uh, midterm elections to pretty much keep their narrative going. Now, but remember, uh, in, white people bad. Yeah, but remember in Wisconsin, for me. In, you ain't black. And remember in Wisconsin, when the black guy uh, drove his minivan through a Christmas parade and killed people, um, Biden didn't go visit that because it didn't fit the narrative because it was a black guy doing it. So once again, it's all horseshit. And of course, the, the new press secretary, when asked about that, uh, she was just like, well, he, he's able to go today. That you—that know, was the answer. He's able to go today, so so he's going to go up there and give his little spiel, and I'm sure he'll mention Trump twenty times and MAGA twenty times and uh, white king supremacy, Maga. Yeah, King MAGA. Did king. you see the? Did you see the post up on Facebook? Earlier? Yeah. <laughs> he Trumps the MAGA King and Biden's the Lion King. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love punny things. I do too. It just makes my day.
0: But uh, I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna harp on that because yeah, whatever happens, any any shooting. Which also let me clear this up because. I was over the weekend. I was talking. I always talk to my daughter and her boyfriend and all that. And um, stereotypes. We always say stereotypes are, are they're there for a reason because they're true. And uh, well, I think this subject actually came up. And uh, well, there's oh, a mustard
1: shoot. seed of truth on it, and it then expands. Yeah,
0: I'm trying to remember exactly how the conversation came about. Uh, oh, it was something about when when you get a when you get a bunch of uh, black females together. You know, they all they all get attitudes, blah blah. and They're loud and all this stuff and 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 somebody somebody will say oh that's just wrong to say and then somebody else was like well it's true so so it brought up and, I, and I, they were we were talking about that. And I, I was like, let me let me tell you this, though. I say whenever people say white people love to shoot up schools and all that, you don't ever hear us defending it or saying that's bullshit. It's because it's true. It's true. <laughs> white people shoot up schools. But also I want to clarify, white yeah. people are not the only mass shooters. Obviously, there's been plenty over the years. It's just white people pick schools where black people pick uh, shopping trains. malls or, or, or workplaces, or trains, tramways. things like that. So everybody, every race has their thing. Is what I'm trying to say. There's
1: a Chinese guy that shot up a church. Well, well, exactly, he shot
0: up a church full of Taiwanese people because uh, he doesn't like Taiwan. But the
1: thing is, it. it,
0: But they're not mentioning that. They're not talking about that. And Biden ain't visiting it's white
1: against black? You got to keep the racist thing going. You got to keep the narrative. You you can't have yellow shooting up yellow. That doesn't fit the narrative. But When you have black shooting up black, that's just that is systematic racism. that's, That's a
0: weekend in Chicago so yeah. but uh i actually had a nice conversation with a black lady the other day uh and uh we sat there and we, we talked for quite a while and uh it was once again me and her had the same thing that they want us to hate each other they and, want it yeah, yeah. And, and 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 i told her i said i'm a big fan of trump she said I, she she even admitted trump did some good things uh but once again you know she a lot of people didn't like his attitude or his brashness or anything they come across but she admitted that he did good things but we also ultimately we both agreed that uh It's the government that wants us to hate each other just to push their narrative of all this race, race, race. Obviously, there's always going to be racist people in the world. You're never going to stamp it out. But it's not just white people. It's everybody. Whether they want to define it differently or not, it's always going to be there.
1: Well, we just had a long Uber ride the other day. Very long. Yeah, about a week ago or maybe two weeks ago. But uh, the lady there, uh, she was Mexican. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, She was a black Mexican. And Very we got nice talking lady. about Trump Very and nice she lady. was all for Trump. Yeah. She's like, Build that fucking wall. Build that wall. So <laughs> And what I tell her. Uh, you're you're a legal immigrant. I fucked up. Yeah. I fucked up. At
0: least you're a legal immigrant. I said, yeah, we, we She's well, like, I was born here. Well, we got, well, yeah, yeah, we got talking about it, and, and and I misspoke, and I said, I said, well, you're a legal immigrant, and she's like, I that's was, your stereotypical mind. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I didn't mean anything by it, but it was like I don't know, like two in the morning or something. But also, uh, tell. I wonder why we had such a long cab ride that night, a long well, Uber ride.
1: Well, we had to get inside the house.
0: Oh, okay. I guess I'll expound on it. It's because we we started out at the Black Rose, and uh, somebody wanted to leave their keys in the car. You drove. And left your keys in the car, and then we got invited to. Uh, Here's a, what it is. I don't okay. like keys in my pocket, and
1: I can separate the fob to the car from the keys, and I forgot the keys that unlock the house in the car.
0: Well, it was still stupid. So no. so we left the Black Rose. We go over to the Hook and Reel because uh, we were invited by one of your friends over there to a, a birthday uh, bash after after hours, which was very awesome. It was fun. Very fun. And uh, So then we get the Uber. We're already close to your house, and then halfway down the extension here, you're like, oh, I don't have my keys. And, of course, I didn't have mine because I wasn't driving, so I had no need to have mine. So then we had to turn around and go all the way back across town to get your keys, which turned into a $75 Uber ride.
1: Which turned into George showing his stereotypicalness and saying, at least you're a legal immigrant, <laughs> saying build a wall, build a wall. <laughs> You're right. So, I,
0: I was totally wrong at just assuming yeah. because yeah. I wasn't really thinking. but I have to take I have to take But She was a Trump supporter. She
1: was very nice lady. Yeah. Very and nice. then you wouldn't have known she was black from her yeah. skin color because she was a black Mexican. Yeah. She very she Mexican. was born here in the States yeah. and <laughs> she was a citizen. <laughs> not I tell you, when you a tell the story immigrant. when
0: you tell the story, boy, it really makes paints me bad, don't yeah. it? <laughs> All right. Well, we got a we got actually got a text from our, our listener Marcus Addis out in uh, Montana today. Right before we uh, took air here, actually, uh, he was uh, caveating off of uh, what we talked about last week: the rudest uh, states, which I still can't believe Missouri didn't make the list, mm-hmm. and West Virginia somehow was number twenty-four.
1: Well, I mean, you stereotype over you Uber driver, so yeah.
0: it, you're a product of West Virginia. Maybe so. You maybe know, maybe so.
1: labeling all these legal immigrants out
0: there that's born here. <laughs> maybe so. I get, I have to do be better, right? I have to be better. Uh, Anyway <laughs> Be less white Marcus actually lives Out in Montana right now He lives in uh, well, If I say this right Missoula Missoula, Montana Yeah, I've heard which of is, that Which is the capital Of uh, Montana Missoula's the capital Of Montana? I, I'm pretty sure it is Hold on here Got the Google machine Right in front of me here I don't think um, it is let's see here i think uh, missoula is a is a city and it is the county seat of missoula county yeah, so you're yeah, right it's missoula. not the capital it's the county seat of yeah. missoula county okay good good catch there christopher
1: helena montana that's I think.
0: right that's right well yeah, you're from that area out missouri and all that you have
1: montana's a long ways from missouri yeah
0: but still though you're, you're right there in the middle
1: there. well i'm just yeah. thinking of yellowstone they kept saying that we got to go down to helena to see the governor or whatnot i think helena oh, yeah, i, yeah, I yeah, think you're it's you're helena right. montana
0: you're right okay all right well uh so Marcus uh, sends in, he's, you know, he's caveating off of all that. And he says, I'm going to tell you exactly what he says. I've already talked to him. He said, "Hey, he don't care if I, you know, read all this or not. So it says, these motherfuckers talking about Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming as rude states. You take a great state in the Midwest known for its country, its kindness, everyone waves, everyone helps each other out and bring in a bunch of entitled pussies. He says, yeah, I'm going to be a dick to you. <laughs> You start voting for stupid regulations and common core schooling and critical race theory in schools and teaching gayness to my kindergartners? Yeah, I'm going to be an asshole to you. He says, shit, I'm glad Idaho and Montana made the list. Hopefully it'll keep these douchebags away. Boise is a beautiful city. Now, I did mention I heard there was a lot of crime in Boise. He goes on to say, the valley is 700,000 strong in population. The crime there is so relevant. Compared to crime in similar-sized cities across America, it's very minimal. Okay, well, he, he, he's there. He would know, not me. Not too long ago, around five years, I would still keep my truck unlocked with my guns in there downtown Boise. Wow, that's pretty bold then, huh? It is pretty bold. Well, now, now, hold on. He also goes on to say, if you want to talk about a liberal fucking wasteland, It's Missoula, bro. (laughs) It's Well, and I also did my research on Missoula, and if you look, it's all ran by Democrats. So that uh, makes a lot of sense. Uh, It's stunning, beautiful here, but it's not worth living here, in my opinion. Homelessness is rampant. The mayor is on his fifth or sixth term. Drugs are out of control. It's such a shame, such a shame. He says, but I'm different. I'm a simpleton. I want to take care of my family and not be bothered, which I think most of us can agree with that. And Really, that's all we want in life. I will give you my last dollar. People here demand your last dollar. He said, yep. He said, uh, Chris, tell Chris to keep on keeping on and look forward to the show every week. So we well, appreciate that, Marcus. Thanks,
1: Marcus. I want to keep on keeping on. And, yep. in and, to caveat of Marcus's, uh, uh interaction with Two and Shed, thank you. Um, Remember that scene in Yellowstone where they talk about transplants and they're downtown and they just don't know? Yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. It was the transplants wanting to come in and build airports yeah. and all the... So numbers that's, numbers that's
1: what's stuff. going on out there. Once again, we say all the damn time is that liberals leave where they're from because they're trying to escape liberalism. Mm-hmm. But yet they don't want to change or or, or conform to where they're moving to. They right. want to keep the same thing going. It makes... It makes no sense. It's 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 like... It's like hitting your using your right hand to hammer a nail and you, you hit your left hand's thumb, then you change the hammer to your left hand and you hit your hit your hit the thumb on your right hand. That didn't really come out the way I wanted it yeah. to, but it's exactly the same thing. I think, I, th- I, th- I think A lot of your analogies confused me. Well, people. if you change the location of the hammer and you hit your thumb, it doesn't really do anything. You got to learn not to hit your thumb. That's what I was trying to say, but
0: you yeah, know, okay, um, yeah, I mean, let's take that. You're
1: the bad influence here. You, you shove beers down. Oh, and beer oh, and
0: please, oh, don't yeah, even get me started. You know, yeah. you know I, I really, I love hanging out here with you, mm. but I got to be honest with you. Every time I get on the scale, I, I got to get the hell out of here because you, you're killing me, dude. Well, you make great pork chops again last night. I mean, th- th- this shit's just getting ridiculous. Pork chops were on point. Good spaghetti. I, I, I got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. Oh, you're killing me, dude. Plus, with your analog scale, i just I'm not happy with it. <laughs> Can't have the dial. Well, I mean, gee, this is probably the quickest hour that I've seen in a long time, dude. Besides the hour when we were at the house and the guy said his friend was coming over. But, you know. But um, do you have anything else you want to point out or you want to go into what you learned this week?
1: Well, um, I'll go into what I learned this week. I learned that uh, we have our loyal listener out there and Missoula is a liberal wasteland. Yep. Um I tell you what uh I continue to learn every week is that Biden is the lying king. <laughs> Plenty. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um but yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I, I mean I don't know if I really learned anything anything new this week. I mean, obviously the White House is going to keep lying to us. Uh t- I well, I will say I did learn why the baby formula is stockpiled at the border. Because instead of just you know what most people will take and run with it and start mm-hmm. posting shit left and right, yeah. I mean I kind of like to dig deeper on that. And I was like, why is that? Because I, 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 you know, I was I first I was like, yeah, that's bullshit. Always taking care of the illegals over the American taxpayers, legal taxpayers.
1: Uh, well, it's something you don't ever hear, neither that there is this right. lawsuit yeah. it, that yeah. was
0: because, but it's a law that that warehouse has to be stocked with these certain items. But then oh, it goes back to what you said: how come you can break all these other laws, but you know you, you got to keep that one in place? So yeah, well, whatever. Take it for what it is on that, but um, but uh, it was very interesting information there. Uh, asshole a week. Hmm. I don't really have one. I,
1: I tell you who's my asshole a week is north carolina's department of revenue i filed my state taxes back in march um you and shannon got your all state taxes back i haven't got my fucking state check ta- taxes back and um, filed yours before i did yeah a month and, before i did and then you filed yours and it seemed like almost immediately at least two weeks later you got your 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 refund back but mm-hmm. um I looked at the website, everything has green check marks, so they say it's going to be 10 days. I checked again on Monday, so I don't know when I checked last week when they said 10 days, so I'm going to make Monday the 10-day mark, and then I'm really going to start digging into it. So my asshole of the week is the North Carolina Department of Revenue.
0: Okay. Okay, you know, and, and uh, at first here, I forgot I had another segment, so I thought we were going to end this at an hour, but and I could save this till next week, but I say let's go ahead and throw it out there now throw mm. it out there okay i have a list here compiled once again uh, okay by i'm in you no the, hurry you got any about sh- to no i'm in no hurry at all but here's a list there because we always like to have a nice list here to go over and all that but this says you know you're a liberal when chris you know you're a liberal when you believe driving an electric vehicle garbage truck filled with old tesla batteries to the landfill is saving the environment
1: We've been saying this.
0: Yes, we have.
1: And then and, and you got to look at what they're doing to Africa, cutting down all the old rainforests and this, that, and other to mine the minerals that need to be exactly. put in the battery. So, mm-hmm. so save the trees, but give me electric cars. Like, which one do you want? Yep. You know, like you can't have them both.
0: Yep. All right. You know you're a liberal when you support PETA to save the puppies and Planned Parenthood to kill the babies
1: you know, I, I saw something the other day where it says, it says $5,000. If you, if you destroy a bald Eagle's nest, um, um, right here on, uh, you go out to the Outer Banks where they have sea turtle protection places. Yeah. If you get found digging in there, that's yep. another three thousand yep. dollars mm-hmm. fine and jail time, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, I doubt you would get jail time. Imagine going to jail, but like, what you in here for, man? Uh, I d- I dug up sea turtle eggs. Well, don't wear your mag- <laughs> don't wear, I, don't wear your MAGA hat that day. I, yeah. I dug up sea turtle eggs.
0: <laughs> what you got on me, motherfucker? <laughs> Give me your motherfucking ramen. I I kill them sea turtles. <laughs> All right, hey, you know you're a liberal when you purchased disposable masks in bulk and donate it to the Save the Oceans Fund. <laughs> oh, now, hey, the
1: trash problem we have is is that that trash patch in in the Pacific Ocean is is two Texas's. Well, so well, you it's, can't
0: it's, you can't walk across a parking lot now without seeing a mask on the ground.
1: It's it's disgusting. Hmm. You know it, it, these are the same people that say respect this, respect that, hmm. and they just fucking throw. Oh, who was saying this the other day? You go to Save a Plan, save Save the Earth. You go to Earth Day thing uh, festival. People leave their trash everywhere, yeah. but then you go to just a regular, simple, old say uh, Maga rally. Uh, Maga rally. There's no trash. Nope. You know, everybody so throws I their just, shit away. You know, it, it's the entitlement because yep. people think there's someone else who's going to come through and clean up the yep. trash.
0: Yep. Nope, you're right. Ah, you know you're a liberal when you are too self-absorbed and lack the foresight to understand the future ramifications of surrendering your and your child's medical autonomy to the government. Well, I think we learned a lot of that the past two years. Hmm. Ah, no comment.
1: Well, I. It's a lot to. It, absorb, it was a lot for you to take in. It right was here. a lot to absorb.
0: Okay, well, I'll go do another one. You know you're a liberal when you filed a sexual harassment charge against well, your let boss. let me go back to this next God, one. I didn't mean to cut you off. Okay, go well, ahead. Let I'm, me go back to the next I'm, one. I'm not mad at you.
1: The older my kids get, mm-hmm. the less it concerns me in the kids' world. Like I I, I, I still have empathy for, for people who have school-age kids going through this critical race theory yep. shit and that. I had empathy for it, but I had to say it, it's kind of my own self, not in my backyard syndrome. No, you know I don't have kids that age. My kids are past it. Well, yeah, you like, can't always uh, you, know? you
0: can't always worry yourself about things so, that really don't pertain to you.
1: I got it. I, I got it. I think it's fucked up, but it isn't something I'm gonna put a
0: lot of energy behind right. to fight. I agree with you, even though I do have a young child now. But uh, I, I think uh, she'll always be going to. Uh, I'm sure her mother will research a, a nice school, and she probably will not be going to public school. Dakota's in private school now. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but sometimes you got to watch them private ones too. But you uh, got to
1: really do your research. Yeah. But private schools means touch your privates. Okay, let's don't get If go it's yet. a Catholic school.
0: Well, if that happens, then I mean, I do have my, my uh, boom boom thing in there, you know, my boom boom stick, and I will take care of shit.
1: I'll help you out if I'm having a bad day. I'm, I'm sure you
0: will.
1: <laughs> 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 All right. If life is sucky, I'll be like, hey, George, I'm going to help you out.
0: I tell you, the day they ever tell me I have like, lung cancer or anything like that, yeah, they're, 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 people are going to have a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some people that are going to have a bad day. Not not saying that you no, are. not saying I'm going to. Not it, saying that you don't are. Don't red flag me here, but, it's but, a joke. But if,
1: if a priest did do something bad to your, oh. to your daughter, and like, Chris, oh. do you want to help me here? I yeah. will have to tell you. Look, yeah. I, I'm having a good life right now, George. You're on your own here. Yeah. But yeah. If my yeah. life is kind of yeah. shitty, I'm like, whose car are we going to take? There you go. There <laughs> that you famous go. line. Well, we'll take mine because you'll <laughs> leave
0: your keys somewhere. So <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> all right. Here's another one. And we'll just tell Mikey. Sorry, we had to take one of your people. But anyway all right you know you're a liberal when you filed a sexual harassment charge against your boss because he told you he likes your new haircut but don't mind if your child's first grade teacher explains their sexual preference to their class
1: it is weird that is very i don't i don't understand how that's sexual harassment if you tell someone hey i like your new haircut i feel like that's just being nice to someone I know, I know I went through a phase where, like, if I cut my hair, I was afraid to go to school because now all of a sudden I got this new haircut. Like, what are people thinking? Did they like the old me or the new me? I don't know. I think someone compliments you. That's a, 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 a self-esteem booster. It ain't like he's saying, hey, that dress accentuates your nipples better. Wear that more often. No, he's saying you got a good fucking haircut. It looks nice. Yeah, I don't trust myself, so I just don't compliment anybody. Dude, I'm telling you, that's 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 the eggshells that we walk on in this world.
0: <laughs> I'm saying, man, them so make that ass look good. Yeah, you can't say that. Yeah,
1: that's that's all out of the box. No, okay. yeah, that's, that's yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, okay. you you definitely get a lawsuit. Right. Okay. Uh, you're a liberal. You know, you're a liberal when you still believe Disney isn't grooming children. <laughs> we had this
1: conversation the other night. Disney's all fucked <laughs> Disney's up. Disney's so fucked up. Disney's all fucked
0: up. <laughs> eh, they've lost so much money in the stock market because of their stupidity.
1: Oh, they're all fucked uh, up. Good on them. Good on them.
0: All right. You know you're a liberal when you totally believe your degree in gender studies was worth it, and you wish your parents would just shut up and stay out of the basement.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to meet the person who invented the gender studies degree, because that's a marketing ploy right there. That sounds like a Ponzi scheme. That is. You know, scam. Um, oh, I, I would definitely probably say it was a liberal feminist that um, that said here we can study gender studies, and it, it all it is is really male bashing, uh,
0: yeah, especially male. white male bashing. That's all it is I'd put that degree up there with a writing degree. Yeah, Workless.
1: yeah, it probably is. Yeah. I would say mine's a little bit more. I'm
0: just kidding. I don't have a degree, so no. Yeah. Maybe, then, maybe I'm
1: jealous. Is, is that your, your thing? Everyone tells me my degree is worthless, but then again. No, I think yours
0: has more more validity than a, a gender studies degree. <laughs> yeah, it has a little bit more. It has a little bit more. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let, let, yeah, now you got me defending myself. No, I you got If I'm going to go to college and I'm retired, I, I, won't exactly. get, I won't get a degree in something I enjoy learning exactly. about. Exactly. And, and, and you're not in debt. So you're good to go. All right. You know you're a liberal when you have a hammer and sickle logo on the case of your new iPhone. Yeah. Well, I, just like I said earlier, the Twitter employees basically said, yeah, we have a communist mentality. Yeah, there you go.
1: And, and the communist mentality gets a, uh, the top store shot up mm-hmm. because he said he, he he sides more with communists and socialists. Exactly. So, he, I, he was
0: more of a Bernie Sanders guy yeah, than a yeah, MAGA exactly, guy. Exactly. But that's something they don't want to point out yeah. though, so. Yeah. He plainly says he doesn't like conservatism nope. and uh, none of that. So nope. he was just a racist, but he was a he was a Bernie Sanders racist is yeah. what he was.
1: Yeah, he was. So, okay, a but that's not racist. the that's not the narrative you're going to. That's gonna a get. new term right you know, there.
0: Bernie Sanders racist. Yeah, write that down. Put that in your little iPhone there and keep it for later. Yeah, we might put that in the no. in the. No. All right, you know you're a liberal when you believe freedom of speech only applies when it reflects your views. Well, Eric, we know that, right? Twitter just, just confirmed that. So, yes, they don't like free speech unless yeah. it's their own. So. Being
1: a patriot that we are and a patriot that, that you know, we went to war to protect, you know, our, our, our Constitution, the freedom of speech is there to protect unpopular exactly. speech. Exactly. Not popular speech. It's there to protect unpopular speech. But now the, People get that fucking twisted. But they're trying to say it doesn't include hate speech. Well, I don't think hate speech. I think there was a Supreme Court that ruled that hate speech isn't protected under the First Amendment. I think so. Yeah. I think so. so, I mean, I, I, I agree with that. I don't think you... But, but
0: pointing out facts is not hate speech. Now, if you're writing yeah. a racist manifesto like the idiot over the weekend, yeah. then that's hate
1: speech. That is hate speech. Yeah. But the First Amendment is, is developed and designed and written...
0: To protect unpopular speech, right. not popular exactly. speech. Exactly. Good point. You always have a way of just pointing out the, 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 the difference there. Got it. All right. You know you're a liberal when you have a framed photo of Dr. Fauci on your nightstand. Uh. <laughs> He, I would Mr. go a step further. Mr. If you're masturbating to <laughs> yeah. Dr. Fauci, Mr. Science himself, put <laughs> a mask yeah. on. Oh my God! Two masks.
1: <laughs> mask on and using hand sanitizer as and, a lube,
0: and, pro- <laughs> and probably has one wrapped. Around, probably has one wrapped around the picture frame too. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, you know you're a liberal when you believe the mainstream media relays objective and truthful reporting. Well, I think we all know where that goes.
1: (laughs) I think the media is starting to change. What, they got that news, that new, new network out there with new news Mm. or nation news? I think it's nation news, I think. Whatever it's it's fucking called. Maybe maybe it's news nation, I don't know. News nation or Mm. something. I think think there's starting to be a pushback on there's a different way to get news. Everything runs its course, and
0: I think the past five years, six years, people have finally... Well, they they've realized it for a while now, but now it's getting more mainstream where they realize these people are just liars. Well, I think it's also a side effect
1: of COVID where everyone's put in a house and they want the information, so they watch this news source, that news source, and then people actually just like schools. I, I if, if COVID didn't come along and, and now parents had to realize what they're being students were being taught, I don't know if we would still have the same pushback on all this shit. Yeah. I, well, they they need a little more Tucker time. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit
0: more Tucker time. That's eight o'clock. Nice. There you go. Shout out ah. to Tucker. We <laughs> well, should send him this link. He is the most watched cable news guy on TV, and, and he has more Democrat viewers than CNN does. We, so what's that take? We should send him this link and t- say, hey, listen to to us about an
1: hour and uh, 12 seconds into it, Tucker time. There you go. All right.
0: You know you're a liberal when you truly believe Bill Gates is a humanitarian. Hmm. Bill Gates is a dumb fuck. I, well, I, let me don't say dumb fuck. You, you don't make billions of dollars off of Microsoft <sighs> being a dumb fuck. They had that's dumb true. views. Yeah, I, I, for some reason, he thinks he's a doctor the past couple years.
1: Yeah, he just, he's since maniacal, maniacal, you know, yeah. maniacal. It's just like, here, I have all this money. And when you have that much money, you can really do whatever the fuck you want. You can yep. change people's views. You can change a whole country. Yep, that's true. And that's what he's doing in
0: Africa. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. Uh, you know you're a liberal when you oddly refuse to comprehend that the majority of immigrants coming to the U.S. for a better way of life are fleeing the socialist systems that you wish to be implemented? <laughs> they don't get that, do
1: they? They don't get that. That's why they're all turning Republican because yep. they're like saying, "You said hey, last week socialism wasn't working. That's what we're cha- mm-hmm. we're, we're running from, yep. you know." And 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 then it's weird that they probably show up here and they get all these handouts and they're <coughs> like, uh, "Why?" You know, I uh, look. I think over at the Rose there are some people that are not. Documented, let's say that mm-hmm. exactly legal, but they're you know not—they're not legal immigrants. They're not legal, like, like our Uber driver. Yeah. But they work <laughs> their fucking asses off. They do, and, and they contribute. They and, do, and they they want—they want, they don't want any fucking handouts. Hey, I've
0: said on this and, podcast before. If you got stuff to do around the house, yard work, or anything, hire hire a Mexican. I don't care if they're illegal or not. These guys did a hell of a job every time I hired them. Well, they got good business ideas, you
1: <laughs> know. They got their—they have,
0: have a hard work ethic. <sighs> And, and they get shit done. And they do it right. Every white person I hired fucked it up.
1: Yeah, I agree. And and you know what I like about the Mexican culture? They're about family. Uh, they're a tight-knit group. They stick together on a lot of different things. And... and it, I like the Mexican culture. Hey, I ain't gonna lie.
0: Hey, I, I still, I, I still prefer I, them to be legal, but at the same time, these people work hard. A lot of them ain't, like you said, ain't aren't looking for handouts. They don't want the socialist system. They just want a better way of life. Well, but I still think they should do things the right way. There's the so much minutia mm-hmm.
1: in, in becoming legal, like that. that, that, that just, if you looking at, if you want to go into immigration reform, let's let's look at what it takes to actually become legal um and there's too much minutiae it's too difficult people lose interest they don't want to go to court they don't want to do this that
0: and other why why Ooh, i just whoever wants to go to court no all right you know you're a liberal if you wait until your child is 15 years old to hold a gender reveal party <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the best one yet.
0: That is the best one.
1: That's the best one,
0: yeah. All right. You know you're a liberal if it's your turn to do a Starbucks run for the next month's Antifa meeting. <laughs> well, if they haven't burned that one down. If they haven't burned that one down. <laughs> All right, You know you're a liberal if you believe the government has your best interest at heart. Well, oh. yeah. I think we. All, I think all the common sense people yeah. know that ain't the so. yeah, It isn't. It isn't. Oh man. You know,
1: us being vets, we know the government doesn't have our <sighs> best interests in part. Firsthand,
0: firsthand. Ah, yeah. uh, you know you're a liberal if you're an adult and you still need a safe space. Yeah. <sighs> ain't that the That's truth. That pathetic. is so sad. Yeah. Collie just started that crap. Yeah. yeah. Uh you know you're a liberal when you struggle with the concept of God-given freedoms because you believe others are responsible for your health, happiness, and safety. Yeah, that's entitlement right there. That's it a, that's, the other, that's the side. That's the it list. It is. Yeah. It's, it's
1: theological. You know, they. You know, a lot of liberals don't really believe in God. Mm-hmm. And if so, they're they're the Lion King Catholic. That's in the. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Pope told me I'm doing great. Yeah. All
0: of course, right. the Pope's going to tell you he's doing great. Well, if he yeah. really said that, nobody knows what happened with that conversation. So, but the Pope never came back and said different. So who knows? uh you know you're a liberal if you believe in open border policy but live in a gated community well, yeah that's interesting that's a, that's most of those democrats yeah yeah well i think a lot of republicans probably too but, yeah uh, yeah
1: i mean fuck I, I i lost i lost taste for dan crenshaw now after i saw his interview about fucking money going to ukraine yep. so I'm, I'm starting to have a hard time with this physical i that's why i love republicans they were Physically responsible. Now the line is blurred. I don't know who's responsible. Who's physically responsible?
0: Trump was. All right. You know you're a liberal when during election cycles a large portion of your time is spent driving around (laughs) removing conservative candidate yard signs. Mm -hmm. Boy, are they guilty of that shit? Mm -hmm. That's always in the news every Mm -hmm. every election cycle. Yeah. That that's why I don't. I think it should be
1: if you're going to put a sign out, you got to say you're a Democrat or Republican. You know, sometimes I look at like all right, it's mostly blue, so that's a, a Democrat, it's mostly red, so it's Republican, but then I realize it's not. Like I just I don't know.
0: Well, it's kinda like I, I, I profiled those neighbors I had in Kinston. Remember the, the the lady I didn't like with the dog? Yeah. And I I, I would have sworn they were liberals and it turns out that they had a big Trump sign in their yard and all that shit. So yeah. Okay. I was wrong on that one. I still thought she was a bitch with a dog, but hey, I maybe I overreacted. Well, that's your
1: go-to, you know. Yeah. If they're a bitch or an asshole to you, they got to be a liberal because that's that's just their mm.
0: true their mantra.
1: True. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to be better in life. Yeah, but uh, I did ap- I did apologize to the lady you before need I moved less
1: West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> number Rude twenty-four.
0: Number twenty-four. Rude ass. <laughs> All right. Here's my here's one of my favorite ones here because I get so tired of hearing, "Oh no, our democracy is on the brink. Oh gosh, our democracy's falling apart." You know you're a liberal when you continually refer to the US as a democracy when it in fact is a constitutional republic. It is a constitutional republic. Tucker Carlson points this out constantly. Um
1: one of the best classes
0: I had when I was at
1: community college was taught by a guy named Dr. Moore and he was a he was a conservative he was a physical Republican, and he was one that brought it up, brought it to my attention. He's like, look, they're all spending money, mm-hmm. and now I'm looking at issues. Who's the best who's going to fight my issue? And he goes, I don't really give a fuck. As Democrat. He didn't say fuck, but, you know, either side of the coin. But it, it, the thing is, is that we need to take ownership of our country and do the best mm-hmm. we can, you know, and – Somehow, some way, we gotta get this voting shit corrected because that's how we, the people,
0: run our country. You mean comprehensive voting reform? Well, just like comprehensive immigration reform. Yeah, it's over and over the same talking points every, every four movie.
1: years. Yeah. No, uh, But uh, w- 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 one thing I forgot to say there is is that I think maybe next week or another week we're gonna talk about the things there. There's there's I, th- I want to say five or seven things that make. a uh, a constitutional republic a democratic republic and i think maybe we'll go down that list and, and say here yeah i think
0: i think it should because it gives yeah. a lot of people an idea of because all you ever hear is democracy 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 yeah. and, and like i say it's a constitutional republic yeah. but the left wants to keep saying oh democracy is dying because roe v wade oh my gosh or this and, that and the other it's ridiculous all right you know you're a liberal when you advocate when you advocate for an inclusive society, as long as it doesn't include those you wish to exclude. <laughs> uh, we say this all the time.
1: All the time. I even say this when I'm in college. Like, y'all are supposed to be inclusive, but you're excluding me because yeah. I have different right. views. Exactly, I say this exactly. all the time. Well,
0: we know during the, during the whole Trump election and all that, you know, we're we're the party of love, inclusivity, and all that. They turned out to be the party of hate. They'll 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 say they'll they'll slam people on social media. They threaten mm-hmm. people. Th- these people are all nothing but hypocritical pieces of trash. Yeah, the mm-hmm. country
1: that's formed in Seattle was supposed to be the summer of love, yeah. and they end up yeah. going there and cleaning it all
0: out because of murders and and, 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 and I think some rapes and other yeah. other things, robberies, all kinds of stuff. Uh, I tell you, humans are going to be humans. Anyway, liberals—you know you're a liberal when you virtue signal with your EV. Trumps the guilt you feel concerning the child and slave labor used to mine the lithium for its battery. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that mm-hmm. before. Yep. Just kind of going back to the whole Disney thing. Mm-hmm. Not my backyard, so I don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But hey, I get to drive my EV.
1: Mm. Yeah. Hey hey, don't pass that bill, Florida, but my con my, my company can still go to places that don't allow Let
0: me go film uh, Milan and China with slave labor. I'm yeah, do that. Yeah. And and then give China a shout out at the end of yeah, who, yeah. Who's right. practicing genocide right exactly. now? Exactly. Got, got a few more here. Uh, you know you're a liberal when you drive a Prius with a coexist bumper sticker, but deep down you don't mean it. Well, it goes back to the other one we talked about.
1: I always yeah. kind of like that coexist bumper sticker though. It's I don't like think what, I've ever seen one. Well, it, it spells out coexist, but it's all like uh, you got like uh, the Star of David, and you got the, the Muslim crest. Uh, there's a cross in it. And there's just all these symbols for all these groups of people, and says coexist.
0: Yep, yep, yep. I mean, I don't understand why we can't. All right. You know you're a liberal when you see nothing wrong with a ministry of truth. Mm-hmm. Which, let me go ahead and say, uh, when I was talking about earlier when Peter Ducey was asking the new press secretary about how does uh, taxing corporations reduce inflation, and she couldn't really give an answer. He actually even asked her, should your ministry of truth look into that tweet? <laughs> so, she had no answer for that either. So. What?
1: <laughs> and, and truth is also perspective. You know, like a lot of people say, say there's three sides to every story. It's their side, your side, and, and the then truth. the truth. Yeah. And yeah. the only person that can give you the truth, I would say, is an omnipotent power, a, a heavenly being. Someone, everyone has a. That's that's why there's a jury. You know, everyone sees the same problem. They gotta yeah. come into one solution. So
0: this next one plays into something you pointed out last week when we were talking about student debt. It says, you know, you're a liberal if you want to erase student debt, but not for trade schools because, well, those people can get jobs and pay it off themselves exactly exactly Mm
1: -hmm. i just had a buddy uh raleigh raleigh just graduated from welding school and he's probably going to drop into almost a fifty thousand dollar job right out of his trade school he's got a couple other certificates he's got to get some uh safety classes he's got to sit through and he's off and
0: running yep all right uh you know you're a liberal when you're more concerned with the Johnny Depp trial and Elon Musk buying Twitter than the 18 food processing plants which burned down over the last several months.
1: We gotta dig into that. I want to know why these places are burning down. I think they're trying to starve out America. Yeah,
0: we need to make a make, make a note we, on that. I do, like
1: it ain't making sense to me that these places are. You know you got the 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 formula factory that got shut down because of bacteria. Now you got the food processing plants that are. Are catching fire and being destroyed. So, like, I think what it is is deep state is doing sabotage,
0: espionage to the American people. You know, I, and I'm sorry if I cut you off. Go ahead and finish. But uh, that, I'm, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But in the past few years, I believe anything's possible with this government.
1: That that now, all of a sudden they can't get the supply chains working. This that and other. They're like, fuck it. Let's just catch some plants on fire, and that's going to be our excuse for it. You yeah. know.
0: All right. All right, two more to go here, and then, then we'll call it a day. But uh, you know you're a liberal when your idea of food supply shortage is Trader Joe's running out of hummus. <laughs> First of all, I hate hummus. I think it's disgusting.
1: But- I like hummus. Mm. I like the, the, the pepper one where it's kind of spicy. You know, I like hummus. When mm. I was in Israel, I ate a lot of hummus. Was, I like hummus. But— I've never been in a Trader Joe's. I drive by it all the time in Wilmington, and I hear these yuppie liberal kids in my classes talking about being in Trader Joe's and running into, like, the professors at Trader Joe's and being afraid to say hi
0: to them. I've never been in a Trader Joe's. If I recall correctly, when I was out in the the Phoenix area, which I guess would have been Scottsdale— I believe I went to a Trader Joe's out there for the first time in my life. I think. It may have been somewhere else, but I don't remember. But I know I've been in a Trader Joe's at least once, and now I'm thinking it was somewhere else. Uh, I, but it doesn't matter where it was. I have been in a Trader Joe's one time, and really nothing in there popped out to me like this is what I want to buy. Nothing. And,
1: did. and, and, and let's not get it twisted. you got to look at where the, the food came from. Because a lot of times these natural foods come from places like Argentina, Brazil, Peru, which means they had to be shipped in. So if you're trying to, to save the environment, yeah, you're saving the environment where the foods getting grown, but you're not saving it from the shipping mm-hmm. costs and the and 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 the CO2 going to bringing the food here.
0: Well, that's why Trader so, Joe's is expensive too. So, uh, now but you're some, really not doing anything, though. Yeah, no, you're not doing nothing. Once once again, a lot of a lot of the stuff people think they're doing is just a symbolic. You ain't, ain't really doing anything. It. So, all right, our final one. You. You know you're a liberal when you actually believe Brandon is running the show.
1: <laughs> I want to know who is. I mean, theory out there is, is, is you know, Dr. Jill, as you put it. Non-Dr. Jill. Non-Dr. Jill. I would say I think <clears throat> it's Obama running his third term from his mansion. Um, and I, I, I really think it's Pelosi. Or a combination of all three. Man. Okay, now with
0: that, I don't think I gave my asshole a week, did I? We haven't got to asshole a week. Yeah, we did. You you said it was the government. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's your asshole a week? Mine's gonna be uh, Logan's Roadhouse, (laughs) steakhouse. Whatever the hell they call themselves nowadays. Because uh, yeah, that was the worst experience. Well, one of the worst experiences. I think that might have been the worst experience I've ever had at a restaurant. But I will say I'll give the manager credit for fixing it. And then you know, I thought I thought you know what? At the beginning we had this guy running around for bread and butter because my grandkids love the butter and for some they're just sucking it down. I'm thinking oh my, so um. So we had him running around bringing us a bunch of rolls and all this stuff before. So I was going to leave the guy a couple bucks. Not that I want to reward shitty service, but at the beginning, we did have him running around a lot. Then my son's like, oh, we got to leave more than that. And I was like, this is why you, this is why you get bad customer service, because you're rewarding it. But I'm just as guilty there, because I was going to leave him like $3, but then my son wanted to chip in 5 And I was like, that's too much. So <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was way too much. But the bill would have been at least 100 bucks itself. And I did get that free. So we went in through the eight bucks on the table and said to hell with it. But I was, it was kind of against what I really wanted to do because all to me, that's just rewarding shitty customer service.
1: Well, I always tip based off service. I'm a 20 percenter, but if you get anything above that, it's
0: based off service. So, but I will say that Logan's roadhouse as a whole will be my asshole of the week because first of all, you got rid of my peanuts, which I used to enjoy. And, um, your burger sucked, and uh, just a terrible experience all the way around. And I'm not going to say every Logan's Roadhouse is like that, but uh, they're really not going to be at the top of my list next time I go somewhere neat. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with that, that's pretty much all I got this week. You want to add any any fine points or anything? No, I think this might be our longest
1: podcast ever.
0: Uh, maybe by a few seconds. But uh, once again, thank you for listening. Marcus, appreciate the feedback. Uh, please keep sending it. Everybody else, send us uh, some feedback. Uh, like I said, if you have my number, text me directly. Or hit our email up at two minutes shed totally uncensored at gmail.com. That's the number two, not the word two. And as Chris likes to point out, we do have a Facebook page, but we don't really deal with it. But you can leave something on there, it will pop up. And that's pretty much the only places you're going to find us. So with that, bye bye. Have a good week. Bye.